Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Bible in Order, where we are chronologically going through the entire Bible in one year. Today's reading for July 17th is Isaiah chapters 18 through 22, and we are continuing with the pronouncements of judgment against all of the different lands, the different kingdoms that were known to the Israelites during that time. It was basically from Ethiopia in central, north central Africa, up to Assyria, which was governed under the, the, the capital city of Nineveh, and with Israel in between. And it's important to remember these prophetic judgments, these pronouncements are not necessarily in chronological order. And there's a lot of revisiting. It's the same way when we read Revelation, it's we see the throne and then we see the earth and then we read about the woman and then the dragon and then we see the throne again. And it's not necessarily chronological or sequential. It's a series of visions that the prophet Isaiah, in this case, was seeing. And you can see the same subject from different sides, and it looks a little bit different. And that's why we're seeing the same nations brought up again and again. It's not judgment after judgment necessarily in chronological order. A lot of these things have yet to take place, and yet they already did take place at least through one lens or multiple lenses. And so often it is with prophecy, it happens again and again and again. And a lot of times prophecy is conditional. Just like in Jonah, when he went and preached to the Ninevites and they repented, much to Jonah's chagrin, Nineveh was still destroyed. It just happened a few generations later. So the pronouncement of judgment still took place, but it was withheld because of the people's repentance. And so it is in Isaiah chapter 18, we begin with the land of Ethiopia or Cush, depending on your translation, same place, same same kingdom led by the same king, And it was, they were descendants of Cush, who was a son of Ham. And they were tall, strong, dark-skinned people. And they were incredibly good-looking people. And they had a different language, a, a strange language that was unknown or not understood by the Hebrew people. And judgment is proclaimed against them. But at the end of chapter 18, in this short chapter at verse 7, it says, At that time, a gift will be brought to Yahweh, or Yehovah, the Lord of armies, from a people tall and smooth-skinned, a people feared far and near, a powerful nation. Again, Ethiopia, Cush. At the end of days, when the Lord God returns... Ethiopia will be among the nations that turn and embrace the Savior of the world, Jesus Christ. And then chapter 19 
goes into a pronouncement against Egypt. And Egypt, we know, represents living in slavery to sin. That's why the Israelites were enslaved there for 400 years. It represents being under the world system, being a slave to sin. And Pharaoh was an archetype where where he was a literal historical figure. And the things that took place in the book of Exodus literally happened the true stories and yet they're more than that they represent a spiritual truth for the people of God and living in Egypt is like the people of God who are bound by sin who can't stop sinning they're enslaved and they can't figure out how to be free and they're really afraid to try to be free and God is like come out my people come and walk with me and be free come into the promised land and it happens by faith and by obedience chapter 16 of i'm sorry chapter 19 verse 16 talks about the people enslaved the people of egypt will know yahweh they will be set free Down to verse 20, it will be a sign and witness to Yahweh of armies in the land of Egypt when they, the people, cry out, when they cry out because of the affliction that God has sent upon them, because of their oppressors, he will send them a savior and a leader. He will rescue them and they will return to Yahweh and he will be receptive to their prayers and he will heal them. And I love what it says in verse 23, on that day, again, I believe this is referring primarily to the day of the Lord or the day of Yahweh, the day of the return of our Savior, Yeshua. On that day, there will be a highway from Egypt to Assyria. Now, both of these nations had judgments pronounced against against them, both of them represent different aspects of the kingdom of heaven and Egypt is to the south and Assyria is to the north and there will be a highway between the two Assyria represents it's it came from came about the nation came about from the descendants of Ashur son of Shem and that word Ashur the name means step or going on like you're stepping you're walking you're going somewhere and it's from the same root word of the hebrew ashar it's that word hebrew that is translated ashar is translated as blessed or happy and so it could be argued or deduced that assyria is the chosen people, the blessed people of God. And they're afflicted when they don't trust God. These are not the chosen people, not to be confused with the Hebrews, the Jews. But those who had a purpose for God, and God has a purpose for all, but an especially good purpose, perhaps, for these Assyrian people, And then down in Egypt, we just discussed how Egypt represents the people of God trapped in the sin 
trapped in the rat race, unable to become untangled from sin. And there's a highway between the two with Jerusalem and the promised land and the temple halfway in between. It's a beautiful picture, don't you think? The Syria being the people used by God who do it half-hearted, half-heartedly much of the time. And Egypt being the people enslaved to sin under the rule of Satan, trying to break free with a highway between the two once they repent, once they walk according to the call of God upon their lives, and the two are joined together and they meet in the promised land. And in verse 25 of chapter 19, Yahweh of armies will bless them, saying, Egypt, my people, Assyria, my handiwork, and Israel, my inheritance, are blessed. My friends, I love it. I love the, the picture that God is giving us of what the future holds for the people who repent. And there's really no other choice for people. You either repent and are blessed or you don't and you are cursed and you come to an end. Chapter 21, verse 9 says, Look, riders, come, horsemen in pairs. And he answered saying, Babylon has fallen, has fallen. All the images of her gods have been shattered on the ground. In the day of Christ's return, the Babylonian system that rules the world, that keeps people confused and afraid and enslaved will come to an end. And that, my friends, is encouraging. May God bless you as you seek him. And please keep in mind, don't take my word for anything that's shared in this podcast. Please, please do your own research. Make up your own mind. Pray and ask God, what is he saying? What do these mean? And if there's any time that you feel like I have missed the mark, You owe it to me to share. Not interested in debates. I'm not interested in arguing. I'm interested in growing as I hope you are also. God bless you, my friends, as you seek him. We'll see you tomorrow.